our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy Welcome to Freedom to Choose from Just As I Am Ministries, a nonprofit providing hope of freedom to those caught in the devastation of addiction of any kind, or those searching for a better way to live life with joy and a sound mind. Rich and Susan Collenberg found their freedom from drug addiction and alcoholism over two decades ago in the series Healing by Design. They explore God's healing and restorative nature as our universe's designer and creator. Healing is now on the way on Freedom to Choose. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Collenberg. And my name is Susan Collenberg. And we would like to welcome you once again to Freedom to Choose and our series, fairly new series. This is program three, uh, Healing by Design. And yes, if you go to our website, you will be able to find this podcast as well, uh, this radio program in podcast form. Um, And it would be the series Healing by Design program number three, and program number three is also going to be titled Element Number Three, Food, and we'll get into why here in just a moment. And Susan, would you open with a word of prayer, please? Yes, our loving Father in heaven, we are grateful that um, the requirements necessary to become children of God all come from you and your heart and your desire for us to be reconnected to you. And so we just pray right now that you would send your spirit to be with us and everybody listening that our hearts can be drawn closer to you through all the things that we say and we do. And we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Susan. I wrote a little note down here earlier that just simply says, the way things work. Hmm. And that's what this program is going to be about, this series, Healing by Design. It is simply looking at both spiritual and physical um elements and the way they work and they work in similar fashions they they they, it's like one the left side of a railroad track and the right side of of the railroad track they're both head they're parallel and they head in the same direction they don't intersect they don't go wider from one another they run parallel and as is in the, the physical so it is in the spiritual right and each rail has its own um, purpose for yep. being where it is yes. on, and on what side it is. And it everything is fascinating, else. and it's the way reality works. Right. So we're not. So we're talking more about if you go to the ocean, you see the ocean only comes up so far, mm-hmm. right? So there's parameters that that um, monitor that that keep the ocean where it is, and they're non-human, right? No, the, it's humanity designed ha- that yes, way. Humanity has nothing to do nope, with keeping we the, can't the oceans. change it. Right, or we, the stars or the moon. We can think we can, but in reality we can't. And those things have been implemented by our designer, our creator, God. You know, and it's interesting, too. We can't—we can only describe how things work based on how they work. 
Based by observation. Observation right. only. Not by creation. No, not right. by creation. They're created in a certain fashion to work in a certain way. And we can also ignore the way things are. We could ignore the law of gravity. We can ignore it. Step off the Empire State Building and what happens? Gravity takes over. Doesn't care who you are, what you believe. If you ignore it, it you comes. will get harmed. Right. If I ignore the laws of health and say I want to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day, I could ignore the law of respiration and the laws of health, and I will pay for it. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't care who I am, what I believe. It doesn't care. What, smoke, this, the, the nicotine and the tar doesn't care whether I'm a man or a woman, what race Rich I am, what, 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 whether I'm Baptist, whether I'm uh, – uh, it doesn't care what religion. I, the laws of health are in place because it's the way they are. Right, and so the thing that, that I – think of when you when we talked about this kind of stuff is it's it's just like and I'm not whatever everybody does they have their choice to do it but it's like with legalized marijuana so the government can come in and legalize the use of marijuana but they can't make it healthy exactly so yes. the results of inhaling smoke the the body was never designed to take in smoke, whether it's from cigarettes or whatever you're smoking. It was designed to take in oxygen Precisely. and to give out carbon, carbon dioxide. That's the, that's the and law that's of respiration. Its, right, and that's its design. So when you want to do something against the design, there's going to be consequences. Exactly. Thus the name healing by design. What God wants to do is put all of us, every one of us on this planet, back into harmony with the way he designed things. Right. See, you and I both know we were living way out of harmony with the way God designed us to when we were doing drugs, drinking alcohol, staying up all night, doing all those things contrary to the laws of health. And spiritually, we suffered to the same or more degree because, remember, those tracks run parallel. Right. Those tracks, they're on they're the same direction. And they run parallel, and they're independent of one another, yet there is still, you're the train that's on those tracks. If you want to treat your body like garbage, your spiritual life is going to suffer. Right. It's just the way things are. Mm -hmm. So let's look at, pro, we're in program number three, and, and the title once again is Element Three, Food. And it's very interesting. Now remember, in the last couple programs, we talked about and we, we were going to start this series out. There are five requirements for physical life, for health, for growth, for development. And God uses these five elements to teach us the spiritual truths that we need to know for spiritual life and health. The five requirements for physical life are air, water, food, rest, and exercise. We need all five of these in order to live, to survive. Now, for the opening of this series and for the first few programs, we're examining how each of these elements have a co corresponding spiritual application. And I'll say it again, that's why we've titled this program Healing by Design, because God has designed us to with these five elements in mind that we need each one physically and spiritually. Right. So now we're, um, in order to be physically healthy— we not only have to breathe air and drink and bathe wa in water, but we also need to eat 
good food in order to have nutrition and energy. That's correct. And the Bible uses the metaphor of food for our bodies to teach us truth about food for our souls. Jesus said, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. That's a very bold statement, right? right? Unless you get the metaphor. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. And Jesus continued saying, Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your forefathers ate manna and died, but he who feeds on this bread will live forever. And that's John 6, verse 53 to 58. Okay, so I'm going to catch you off guard here. Oh, boy. Here we go. When it says, who feeds on me, is that like a one-time sitting? No, feeds sounds like a A a continuous process. Continuous process. What happens if you don't, quote-unquote, stay busy in your Christianity? Then you tend to either stagnate stagnate, or you can fall backwards, mm-hmm. right? So if you're not progressing or um, you starve, so if you want to go with the food metaphor, if you're not eating, then your body doesn't get the nutrients. Nutrients and the um, energy necessary in order to be able to, to exactly. live your life. Exactly. So, did we go to a wedding um, this past Sunday? Yes, we did. Yeah. And so, let's, t- this is a little bit embarrassing, but what are you going to do? It's, it's reality, it's what happened. But um, so, <laughs> um, I had, I had to officiate, I got the opportunity to yes. officiate this, this wedding. And I have five suits in the closet. Um, How long has it been, though, since It you, has been a long— Well, no, you've used them at certain times. I, I use them at certain times, but only right. one of them. Right. I only use the black one. hmm And so, um, anyway, the other ones have sat in the dark in the closet. Mm-hmm. And, you unused. know, you could— Unused. And for, you know, I don't know, five years, eight years, whatever, right? Uh, you can fill in the blanks. You know what happened. So, anyway— the one that I wanted to wear was damaged, so I started digging through these suits, these suits that did not stay busy, and every one of them was moth-eaten, bad. And so here it is. But, but see, so the thing is, it, you had the one picked out, you had the shirt, the tie, everything was ready to go. So come Sunday morning. Yeah, I took it out in the sunlight just to verify that it was kosher. And it had been in the darkness for so long, and it was even moth-eaten, and I didn't know it. So we had a problem. We have a wedding to go to. It's on Saturday at 2 o'clock, and it is noon on Saturday, and I don't have a suit to wear. But see, the the metaphor, the actual... Jesus says, whoever feeds on me, that's a continual thing. And And what happens metaphorically is... Um, if you don't feed on Jesus, the devil will feed on you. Right. He will have and, you and, for lunch. And right. those moths, those suits were not busy. Right. And, and those 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. In the absence of action, then there's degradation. Yeah, it's just, it's design law. Right. It's how things work. You want to grow weeds, what do you got to do? Nothing. Nothing. You want to grow bad character traits, what do you got to do? Nothing. Nothing. You let your garden grow, go, you will grow weeds. You let your, your, your spiritual life go, and you will grow bad character traits. And the only time that they're going to show up is when it's brought out into the light. Right. We brought those suits out into the sunlight, and it was a bad situation. See, so character, you can go along thinking everything is just fine when you're not feeding on Jesus because nothing is being tested. Nothing is being brought out into the light. But eventually, it's going to hit the light, whether it be a small trial or a big trial or something that simply irritates you or something that is happening to you that you don't want to happen. And the next thing you know, your real character is being brought out into the light, and it will be proof of whether or not you've been feeding on Jesus or the devil has been feeding on you like those moths were in the suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, once again, we're running a parallel line here with the physical and the spiritual. Jesus is the Word made flesh, John chapter 1. When we eat physical food, meat, or bread, the food is broken down into molecules that, one, give us energy, two, also get, us, get reassembled to become the building blocks of the various tissues of our bodies. Likewise, as we ingest Jesus, the bread of life, who is the source of all truth, we are ingesting the truth of God as embodied, lived out, and revealed by and in Jesus. Right. These eternal truths, as they are taken into our hearts and mind, become the building blocks of our ideas, beliefs, perspectives, values, and morals, and they form the way we um, see things and the way that we understand reality. Just as our bodies are built out of the food we eat, so too our minds, hearts, and characters are transformed, rebuilt, and purified as we feed on the truth of God that is found in Jesus Christ. Yes, that's so true. And just as the quality of physical food has a direct impact on our physical health, so the quality of our spiritual food also directly impacts our spiritual health. Junk food might taste good and be filling, but ultimately it undermines your health. It causes physical disease, shortening of the life. Likewise, junk theology, ideas, so-called truths that people ingest because it might taste good and be filling, ultimately causes all kinds of spiritual and relational sicknesses. Now, I've had a little bit of a blood sugar issue for, uh, well, basically for my whole life, but it's, you know, I try to keep that, I'm a pre-diabetic, so I have to really watch my sugar intake. Well, about, what, six months ago, I completely cut sugar out of my diet. Right. Right? And so my wife has graciously made beautiful fruit desserts and all kinds of stuff like that. And she made an apple pie yesterday with no sugar. Would uh, maybe use a little bit of molasses, maybe no maybe maple syrup, just a little a, bit, about a little, tablespoon, just a tablespoon of maple syrup. So that was it in the whole pie. Check it out; it was delicious. Why? Because my taste buds are no longer perverted into the point where they require the the sweet, sweet sweetness of the sugar. Right. Our spiritual taste buds are the same. 
In other words, if if and I I, I believe Timothy addresses it, and we're going to talk about it in a second, but you can't acquire a taste for the Bible by reading Playboy magazine. Right, and so I I'm going to hopefully not interrupt your thought, but when I when you were talking earlier, I was thinking when I had the erroneous conception of God when I was growing up and being sexually molested and I thought and believed with my whole heart that God was my enemy because God allowed that that um, that pain and that destructive behavior to be done to me. And so I looked to him as the one responsible mm-hmm. and I blamed him and I and I thought, well, if God was going to allow that to me, then God certainly doesn't love me, nor am I lovable, nor am I worthy, right? Well, yeah, and it's so a my cascade of exactly. Yeah. So my concept of God, the 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 Creator who gave me life, was really skewed. Mm-hmm. And so I was feasting on these lies about mm-hmm. God. And and what did I do? I went down this dark hole of of desperation for 25 years because of of my the spiritual because, junk food exactly cuz had i seen god in his true light and truly who he is then i could have gone to him mm-hmm. but see i couldn't i had to run from him and hide from him because he couldn't be trusted which is what happened in eden right we go back to eden what happened god gave man a freedom to choose him or selfishness right and man chose selfishness, and we've been a train wreck ever since, and God has been blamed for it. You can't command love, and people are not robots. And this planet is a object lesson of God allowing people to say no to his love. Right. And after so long, when a, an entire planet says no to God's love, horrible things happen. But they're not at the result of God making them happen. There's an enemy that has taken over this planet. God is not to, to blame for evil things happening. Right. He's the solution. He's the solution. Do evil things happen? Yes. Is there an enemy? Yes. Has God allowed that enemy to continue? Yes, for a reason. And that is so that people can get a good look at the ultimate result of selfishness when it's run its full course. Right. There's an entire universe involved in this controversy and watching what is going to happen on this planet when it's run by selfish people in a selfish manner when they completely ignore God. In the, in the end, you can see it's just it's coming uncorked. And, and see, that happens in all different areas of life, right? Mm-hmm. It's not... It's, it happened to me, and 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 the more I feasted on the wrong ideas about God, the worse off and the more sick I got. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was able to see God in His true character mm-hmm. that I was able to be. I was able to recover. Exactly. When you see God as a designer, right? Not a god. Not a god that is following you with a clipboard, making sure you 
checking off every time you do something wrong, every time you have a bad thought. God is the designer. He designed reality to work in a certain way, and he wants to— And and part of that design is to be connected to him. Exactly, and he wants to put us back into the harmony with the way things are designed. And I absolutely love it because God is like, you don't need to know a whole bunch of theology. You don't need to understand the prophecies. What you need to understand is that— I want to be reconnected with you. Yes. And all of the other stuff, we will deal with that. But Mm -hmm. first off, be connected to me. And you know, I always thought that God couldn't stand in the presence of sin, but, you know, um, he comes to us when we're in the thickness of Mm -hmm. our sickness and says, I'm here with you. Now let's Let's get out of here, and let's start giving you food that's good food for your mind. Exactly. Yeah, that's a myth that God can't stand in the presence of sin. Satan was up in heaven wreaking havoc for who knows how long prior to the creation of this planet. Right. God will change whatever he needs to do about himself so that he can minister to us. He He will change into human form Jesus Christ, in order to mingle and minister to us. He will change into human form, Jesus Christ, and wash his betrayer's feet just to show us how much he loves us and how much he's how far he's willing to go to show that he's harmless. Right. And so it, and it's not only did he wash Judas's feet, all the other disciples too. Yes. And then he went and ate him. and he ate with dirty feet. Absolutely. That's what God will do. Right. It's incredible. That's the picture of God. This is this is a God of part, mercy. This is partaking of the bread of life right here. This is what Jesus is talking about. He's saying, you don't have to be threatened by me. Right. I'm not I'm here not to, out to get you. I'm not I'm out, out to, to get you. you. I'm out here to save you. Jesus says, I didn't come to condemn. I came to save. Right. You are not born condemned. You're born out of harmony with design. We're born infected with fear and selfishness, conceived in sin, and conceived in iniquity. We, but we are not born condemned. We're right. born with a terminal condition right. on a trajectory towards death. God wants to restore that trajectory trajectory that we're on to life right? by partaking of the bread of life and, of course, all the other elements that we're talking about. Right, uh, because there's going to be a time yes. when people will no longer listen to reason, truth, or evidence. Instead, in harmony with their selfishness, they will amass professors, teachers, and theologians to delight them in what they want to hear. They will refuse to listen to reason and truth and instead embrace fantasies. That's 2 Timothy 4. And I believe that's out of the Remedy Bible, and that is an excellent paraphrase. If you would like a Remedy Bible, just drop us an email. You can go to our website, which we'll have here in a little bit. Um, Yeah, the Spirit plainly says that in these last days, some will reject this remedy and promote a deadly false concoction originating in the minds of demons. That's what we have to look forward to in these last days. We need that right picture of God, the picture of God as a designer, as a healer, as a God that's, not, a God that's not here to get us in trouble, a God that, that helps us to understand we are already in trouble, and he's trying to get us out. He's trying to restore us back into harmony with design, healing by design. He wants to heal us. That's what salvation is, salve, heal, to heal, to restore, to make well. This is all God wants for humanity, but he can't 
he can't do it if we continue to run from him. And see, the lies that are told about God make us fearful, and so then we invent theologies to protect us from God, and it's, it's crazy what has happened. We've invented theologies that protect, we need some protection from God, that he's angry and he's wrathful. His, his wrath is just simply letting people go that don't love him. Right. That's all it is. Read Romans chapter 1. It's letting people go that don't love him. It's a horrible way to go. It's ugly. It's, it's terrible. It's, I, it's unspeakable what happens when people finally say no thanks to God's love. It's not pretty. Mm-hmm. It's reality. But, but it's that, not God causing it, damage no, to humans. God, no, God is the healer, the restorer. The devil is the source of death, the prince of darkness. We have to understand that, folks. You can go to our website, www.justasiamministries.com. All of our podcasts, our radio programs are there in podcast form. If you want resources, they're there also. You could drop us an email. email. Um, the email address is there. And uh, thank you for tuning in. Remember, folks, there's only two ways to live your life. One is like nothing is a miracle. The other is like everything is a miracle. And you have the freedom to choose. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy Thank you for listening to Healing by Design on Freedom to Choose. There is truly hope for people whose lives seem to be overrun with problems, unhealthy relationships, or even imprisoned by some form of addiction. Rich and Susan Collenberg are living testimonials that biblical principles do work. They've authored resources available to move those you love toward freedom. If you'd like to order the Addiction Recovery Workbook, Seven Steps to Freedom, or the book, Could It Be This Simple, The Way Out of Your Prison? Please call Rich and Susan at 916-645-1297 or go to justasiamministries.com. As a nonprofit, they are supported by people like you. 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.